Hey guys, and welcome to the Hack My Homestead podcast. This is Sean Mills, and today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Today I want to talk about the Kickstarter. Um, We're not ready to go with the launch yet. Uh, It's either going to be a week from Friday or two weeks from Friday. There's some uh, hurdles that we have to jump over with Kickstarter themselves in order for them to approve the program before we can actually go live and and turn it on. Uh, From whenever we start it, we are going to run it for 31 days. And our goal is going to be to raise, I think, $3,500. I have basically, I think three grand is probably closer to what our actual expenses are going to be on this thing. But you have because you're selling a product, you actually have to pay income taxes on Kickstarter um, funds, and you also have to pay Kickstarter their fee. And uh, I've looked at some other options. I still think that Kickstarter is the best way to go. But in order for me to get three thousand dollars to use for this project, I think I'm going to have to raise about thirty-five hundred. And so let me tell you guys about what the project is, and and you know what our plans are. So. We are going to buy somewhere between seven and 10 pumps, water pumps. Uh, These will be DC pumps, and I already have a lot of options for a solar panel, so that's not a problem. Uh, And I'm also gonna buy two linear um, current boosters, LCBs. LCBs, uh, or some people just call them pump controllers, uh, are the thing that match up the output of the panel with the needs of the pump so that the pump does not end up uh, burning itself out trying to run when it does not have the right amount of energy coming from the panels. And so we're going to use two different options. And everything that we're talking about is stuff that is easily accessible, at least here in the United States. I know we've got a a little bit of an international audience according to my uh, stats but the vast majority of the folks that are listening are from the u.s and so this is going to be mainly stuff you can get off of amazon uh, as well as a couple things that you can get from a um, a marine supply store uh, like a west marine i don't know if those are all over the place but they've been everywhere that i've been and uh, maybe a pump or two from something like a Harbor Freight. And so the idea is that we wanna be able to move water from one place to another, typically higher on the landscape than where we're getting it from. And we wanna be able to do that without inverters and or batteries. And so the Kickstarter is going to be essentially a documentary. Uh, And I don't even know if documentary is the right term, but it'll be an instructional video where we go through everything that we're doing to build our different test stands, because I can't necessarily, uh, you know, build a stand 300 feet in the air so that I can test a 300 foot head uh, pump, but I can approximate 300 foot of uh, head using friction. And so I can do things like building a test stand with a lot of 90s and uh, straight runs of pipe where in a call it five or ten foot vertical area I can approximate two or three hundred vertical feet of head 
And so we're going to build a test stand with a, a lot of different options. We're going to test, you know, 10, 25, 50, 75, 100, 150, 200, 250, 300 vertical feet of head. We're going to test distances. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to take the hose that I have and I'm going to add enough hose to, I hope, be able to stretch out about a thousand feet of hose and then um, measure uh, drops uh, at the end of the hose on these different pumps. Um, and so we can, again, we can approximate moving water vertically and horizontally with uh, multiple photovoltaic options. So we'll use a monocrystalline panel and a polycrystalline panel in different um, wattages and we will simulate shading and see what kind of impact shading has. We'll simulate a couple different angles and so I can't necessarily tell you you know in the spring it'll do this and in the summer that it'll do this but what I can do is I can identify what the angle of a radiance is in other words the angle that forms a 90 degree angle to the sun and then I can make adjustments to the panel to approximate the seasonal variation. So for example, in the winter, uh, my angle of irradiance uh, might be something like 60 degrees, but in the summer it might be 10 degrees. So it's a 50 degree variance, right? So what I can do is, is I can go out and let's say on, on uh, July 5th, I'm doing the testing and I know that the angle of irradiance on July 5th is 17 degrees at my latitude, and I want to approximate uh, spring output at a 30-degree panel. Uh, I can do the math to determine what the difference in the panel mount and the actual angle of irradiance is, and then apply that to the angle of irradiance for that day. And so again, it won't be perfect because it's, you know, we can't approximate temperatures and things like that. But what we can do is we can say, okay, generally in the spring or in the winter or in the fall, uh, these, because the testing all is all going to happen in the summer. Uh, but we can, like I say, we can approximate these other, um, times of the year with angles. And we can also approximate different times of the day. So we can say, all right, we've got a, um, you know, a solar panel, that's being tested while being aimed directly at the sun. And we can uh, look at what our output is. And then we can compare that output to what it would be, um, you know, in on May 31st at uh, 11 a.m., for example, you know. And so we, we don't necessarily know for sure what... Um, what the panel, you know, basically how much wattage we need to be getting out of, the, out of a given panel in order to start pushing water. But once we do the test and we identify that, we can then make adjustments to that that, like I say, will approximate other times of the year. And so let's say if we find that a panel, let's say that a 300-watt panel needs to put out 200 watts in order to drive a uh, eco-worthy uh, pump that is capable of 200 foot of head at three gallons per minute. Okay. Uh, and we find that, uh, 200 Watts is where the pump kicks on. And as long as the pump is over 200 Watts, we're fine. And when we go to 300 Watts, maybe we're getting extra, uh, flow. Well, in that scenario, we can say, okay, 
this panel at this latitude and we'll probably and so the white paper that we're going to have will have a bunch of different latitudes so for example we'll say you know at um, 30 degrees latitude this panel will generate over 200 watts of solar at this angle on this many hours per year right and we might say in the winter if you want to be able to do this this panel needs to be adjusted to this angle because without it being at this angle, it will never produce at least 200 watts, right? So what we're gonna, it, this is gonna be very, very involved and, and there will be reams and reams of data that'll have to be evaluated in order to publish the white paper. And my hope is that our white paper ends up being something like, you know, 10 or 15 pages long. And we will be hopefully be able to program not program, but provide some formulas that people can use to apply to our test results to approximate their specific situation rather than trying to approximate all those situations. I mean, so to give you an example, uh, in the United States, there is a range of about 12 degrees latitude that most of the population lives in, right? And so uh, every degree is going to give you a different level of production, everything being equal. So that means every single test result that we have uh, can be applied to probably something like 3,000 hours of, uh, of visible sunlight over the course of a year at 12 different um, latitudes. So that's 36,000 variations per panel and per controller and per pump. And so if we have four different panels and, um, you know, let's say 10 pumps, that's 40, uh, and two different uh, boosters, uh, that's 80, <laughs> right? So you see what I'm saying? Now we're talking about, you know, over 2 million variations uh, of the tests. And so um, we're not going to necessarily publish that many data points. Uh, the hope is that we can publish some middle of the ground data points and then give you some formulas to say, okay, well, if I'm plus five degrees of the test elevation or latitude, um, this is what I get. If I'm minus five degrees, this is what I get. And if I'm in between, I'm in between, right? Um, so like I said, there, there's a significant amount of data that's going to have to be analyzed for each one of these situations. And we have to do the test to get the data. And then we can take the data and like I say, adjust it for, um, people's individual situations. But the, the point once we're done, so that's the white paper and that's going to be, like I said, pretty detailed. And that's why that's an add on because some people aren't going to necessarily want that, but the movie itself is going to cover, like I say, building the test stand, why we're doing what we're doing, what that tells us, and then how we're going about the testing. And then of course the results, we'll go over the results, um, and say, you know, generally, if this is your solution, if you're pumping water relatively level but over long distances uh, for livestock, then this is the best pump. This is the most cost-effective pump and booster and panel solution that you can probably implement. If you, however, are pumping water up 300 feet and over 500 feet to a tank 
so there's no pressure and you know the flow doesn't necessarily matter it you just have to have enough oomph to get it over there well then this is your best tank or rather uh pump uh and we might say you know up to 200 feet this panel will work the best and over 200 feet you're going to want to go with this panel and here's why and here's some considerations for the uh, wire sizing and things like that so there's a lot to go over and what we want to do is we want everyone to be able to walk out of not walk out of but to come away from this uh from watching this video with enough information, armed with enough information, where they can actually go home, look at what their specific um, need is, and make whatever adjustments are necessary to implement the solution that they need for their 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 you know situation. Um, and so, you know, I'm hoping we can keep this thing to 30 minutes. It might be longer. Like I said, you know, we've got 80 variations just when you figure p panels and pumps and, uh, boosters. And on top of those 80 variations, like I said, we've got multiple tests. We're going to run tests for a different, you know, so I'm going to tell you what this specific pump can do at a hundred foot head and, you know, zero run. And then I'm going to put 200 feet of hose on it and see what it's doing at the end of 200 feet of hose and what that does. Because it might not change the flow rate at all. The pump might be able to, uh, you know, overcome the friction in the hose, but it might require 20 more watts to get going. See what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different things, and we don't know the answer to this. The reason why I'm doing this Kickstarter uh, and the reason why I'm going to be spending – a probably solid 20 straight days uh, doing this is you can't get this information anywhere else. Uh, I've tried. I have had so many people reach out to me with very specific questions about how to handle uh, pumping water and particularly pumping water without inverters and batteries and you just can't find the answers. You can find some general, like maximum information, like, oh, under perfect conditions, uh, this pump can put out uh, this many gallons per hour. Okay. But what about if it's going up 100 feet? You know, they, they publish curves that are supposed to be able to say, oh, if you do this, you'll get that. Everyone I've talked to has said, nope, that is not what you get. I uh, don't know if they've got some special laboratory in zero gravity that they're running these tests, but it never works that way. And so we are actually we are literally going to put these pumps to the test. We're going to publish this information so that anyone anywhere in the world uh, that at least can get access to the things that we're testing will be able to design a water system that actually works for them. And cost effectively. I'm not going out here and buying two or three thousand dollar pumps unless. So this is a caveat. We're going to try to raise thirty five hundred dollars. So that's the base. Uh, that's what we need to do the job. If we can't get that, we're not going to do it. Then you know. But I have seen a lot of these type of kickstarters really take off, particularly when they're this kind of scenario that a lot of different uh, groups can get behind, you know? So if you're a cattle rancher in Texas, this information will be helpful to you. If you're a homesteader in East Tennessee in the mountains, this information will be helpful to you. If you are, uh, you know, a farmstead in Pennsylvania, this will be helpful to you. If you're, you know, remodeling a 
um, a cabin in the middle of nowhere in Oregon, this information will be useful to you. Now, I've seen that these kind of things start to really take off. So what we've decided to do, we're not publishing what they call stretch goals at the beginning, but we've got a list of, of potential stretch goals if this thing really starts to take off. And what we're going to do is for every $5,000 that we raise over and above the minimum funding amount, we're going to add different pumps and this is going to, and I, and I mean, you know, some, some pricey pumps, you know, so we've already identified, uh, like some Grundfos pumps that we can add. We've, uh, identified some sun pumps that we can add. These are way too expensive to include in a $3,500, um, documentary. But like I say, if we really blow this thing out of the water, that's where we're going to go. We're going to start putting the more expensive pumps on and start testing them. And then we've also identified, uh, doing this with some, uh, pressure booster tanks, uh, or pumps rather. Uh, we have looked at doing these tests with a pressure tank. We have looked at if we really blow this thing out of the water, uh, then maybe even putting in a small inverter, uh, or an MPPT controller and a battery and timing the pump rather than having it just run when the linear current booster can produce enough for it. So there's a lot of different variations here. And I have I do not think we're going to raise $100,000, but we have identified um, additional components that we can buy and add to, to all of these tests uh, for that amount. Now, one of the reasons why we went all the way to $100,000 with our thought experiment was that the, um, you know, if we really start adding a lot of these things, there's going to become a point where I might need to hire someone to help with the testing, uh, hire an assistant to work with me for about a month, uh, just to make me effective enough to do all this additional testing. Cause like I said, we've, you know, we've got 80 variations, uh, and then each variation has different levels of tests. If we start doing things like, oh, we're, now we're going to add a battery. Now we're going to add. So now the 80 becomes 160 and, you know, 10 different elevations becomes 20 different elevations. And so, again, we're talking about thousands of variations just on the test. And so uh, we have done the thought experiment of, okay, if this thing really goes off, how do we continue to create additional value for the people that fund us? And what we're not saying that anyone's got to fund us at 30 times the level that they did. The, the funding level stay exactly the same. And um, we're still developing it exactly what those are going to look like. Uh, I think it's going to range from $1, just, hey, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll throw in some, you know, we'll find some decent um, kind of giveaways to, to give away for a $1 um, donation or not a donation, but a $1 pledge. And I think we'll go all the way up to like a $500 pledge. So if someone wants to be an executive producer, um, you know, use part of their company's marketing campaign, for example, uh, to, to fund this because they've got a, a, I don't know if they've got a company maybe that it would be beneficial for a lot of people to see that are interested in this type of thing. Um, you know, at that level, we've, we're going to have a couple of those. Uh, a couple of the higher levels, but I think twenty five dollars is probably the basic range of you get 
the the video maybe you get uh you know you get it to where you can download it and share it if you'd like or or if you are um you know if you're off grid a lot of times it's easier to download and watch something than it is to stream so we might have a lower uh pledge level with which is just streaming and um you know then we'll have a couple other areas we'll probably have some levels where we can ship you some Hack My Homestead swag. I've got hats and shirts and magnets and stuff like that. And so, like I said, we're still kind of working all of those things out so that we can submit it to Kickstarter and get approval. But this is going to be really in-depth. And it's going to be um, it's going to be something that uh, is going to help a lot of people. I mean, that's why we're doing it. Because I get so many of these questions that I just feel like, number one... If I can give you the data, then that arms you with the ability to go out and implement one of these systems. And then the other side of it is, is once I have all the data, well, now when people come to me and ask me the question, I don't have to guess. I don't have to say, well, according to the manufacturer's recommendation, this is what it looks like. I can say, oh, for your exact situation, do this and put this and this with it and it will work and you're fine and it's no problem and i'm not speculating at that point it's based on empirical data so uh i'd love to hear from you guys on any ideas or if you are off grid or even if you're on grid but have some solar direct pumps in your system and you've got some things that you would like me to include in our testing uh definitely email me sean s-h-a-w-n at hackmyhomestead.com uh, I'd love to hear from you on the Kickstarter. Uh, if you go to hackmyhomestead.com slash SWP, which stands for solar water pumping, uh, down at the bottom of that page, there's a place where you can actually sign up uh, for the Kickstarter email list so that when we go live, you get that information. And uh, you can also email me if you've got things that you would like for me to discuss on the show uh, or any ideas or comments uh, for content or anything else. Uh, those of you that have emailed me with the encouragement and thanking me for the podcast, I can't tell you how much that means to me. Uh, I'm still trying to get to the place where I'm on a really good, uh, regular schedule. And as soon as I identify a day that I can commit to doing a live stream, I'm going to do a live stream every day. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, it would definitely help me out if you guys could, go to YouTube and subscribe to the channel because that means that I can actually do a live stream because until I get 50 subscribers to the YouTube channel, uh, I can't do that. I will be getting uh, at least one video up today of the uh, off-grid install that I did over the weekend. I've got like 17 videos that need to be edited and cropped and everything else, uh, but I'm going to get at least one of those up there today. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, also, if you want to be on the weekly or the rather the monthly newsletter, uh, the next newsletter will be coming out first part of next week. So email me, Sean, S-H-A-W-N at hackmyhomestead.com if you'd like to be included there. Well, with that, guys, uh, I appreciate everyone joining me and we'll talk to you next time.